Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of Parenting Reimagined. It is summertime, so we're doing a couple of summer-themed interviews. Today, we're talking with Melinda Bay. She is an artsy, blogging, stay-at-home mom from Melbourne, Australia, and she and her husband and five-year-old are in the midst of a three-month trip throughout Europe. Melinda's done a lot of traveling, but this is her first long trip with her son, In our interview, Melinda talks about the ways that her son is helping her to travel differently, what it means to let go of your plans, how to stay mindful while you're on the road, and how to entertain a five-year-old in the great cities of Europe. I've never met Melinda personally. I came across her blog, Stupendous Joy, and was immediately taken in by the beauty of her photos, her artistic eye. And the genuine joy that comes across in in the way that she writes and in the photos that she takes. I hope you enjoy this fantastic interview with a delightful woman about a really interesting trip that she and her family have chosen to do together. Thanks for listening to Parenting Reimagined. This is Parenting Reimagined. A place where the conversation goes beyond what we do as parents, and we take the time to consider what parenting teaches us, how it transforms us, and what being parents means for the landscape of our inner lives. I am Sherry Walling. I'm Melinda and I've been married to Shefik for seven years now uh, and we've had Sia, Shef runs his own business so he's been able to take some time off from that business. He's been in it for 13 years and uh, it's kind of quite a, a great sabbatical for him to take the time and have this time together with the family. Um, Zia's uh, five years old and he'll be starting school next year so he just thought that it was the perfect opportunity to uh, yeah, take this time to and, um, enjoy the experience before he's you know, starting school. Well, thanks for being willing to do this. I'm really excited to have this conversation and get to share a little bit about what you're doing and your fun trip with the listeners. Mm, pleasure. Thanks for having me. I came across your blog. I think I was Googling something about Buddhist parenting. Okay. And somehow ended up at your blog, and I just love it. It's so beautiful. I love the pictures and the simplicity of it, and I thought, ooh, I have to hang out here a little while and get to know who this person is. Oh, good. Thank you. It's nice to hear. I started blogging back in 2005, and initially it was a craft blog, which I used to run with a friend, and um, over the years it's turned into a little bit of a tribute to my mum who passed away a year before Zia was born and I think it was a a way of just um, recording the days and remembering, you know, all the the positive things that were happening in the day Mm -hmm. So I found it quite a challenge uh, not having my mum around initially when I first had Zia. So it was a great way for me just to um, record the, you know, simple, beautiful things that were happening in my day and keep me in perspective and mindful of where I was. Sort of like a conversation with her, even though she's no longer with you? Yeah, in some ways, I suppose it has been a bit of a conversation with her. Yeah, that's a nice way of putting it, actually. Yeah. 
but just yeah it's a, a beautiful way of recording all those small moments that can so easily slip by without you know noticing them and sometimes you get so caught up in the, the big things that are happening in your life and forget to look at all the little tiny things that make those days up and uh, you know they're really the things that you treasure. What have you especially enjoyed about being a mother over the last five years? Uh, I, I think the ride of being a mother is um, quite a, it can be quite a roller coaster ride uh, the, and the intense love uh, that comes with that um, journey that you take when you become a mother. Patient to slow down and um, to enjoy the, the subtle moments in the, the day. I mean, I still remember the very first time that Zia um, took my hand and held it in the park, walking through the park one day and the intense, you know, love that I felt just in that moment. And they're, they're the things that I really treasure about being a mum. It's probably not the big things, it's the smaller things that um, being a mother is such an invitation to be more playful in every moment, to show more compassion and uh, just to have a sense of humour. I think that's a massive thing with motherhood. Uh, <laughs> You can't survive without it. <laughs> nice. It's mainly just the journey and the, and, the, and the invitation that children invite into the life of being present and experiencing all that goes with it. So you are in the midst of a big adventure, traveling with your son and your husband. Um, and on your blog, you talk about wanting to take this trip before your son begins school. Mm-hmm. So I guess, first of all, would you say a little bit about your trip? Where are you going? What are you doing? And then why? Why did you want to why? do this? I think it's always been a dream of mine to, to travel with my family. Um, and my husband and I both enjoy traveling and experiencing new cultures. Uh, so it was just a natural thing, I think. We, we made a kind of pact that we'd, we'd travel before Zia started school and have that experience and really bond over that, that time together. Uh, share those parenting moments and the highs and the lows that go together because um, often you get uh, caught in just going through the motions of living life and not doing all of those things and sometimes, you know, those dreams can kind of slip by without you actualizing any of them. So we just thought, right, well, there's no perfect time. We'll just make sure we do it pre, pre-school. So we just thought it was a perfect opportunity to take the time and uh take a long trip and experience that time together as a family and um, just also reset some of our family values and, you know, where we want to spend our time and, you know, what we want to be doing together. So, yeah, it's been a great experience from that perspective to, you know, regroup and um, experience new things together. Well, we started off, we left Melbourne and headed for Singapore. We thought an overnight stopover would be a great thing considering it's such a long flight from Australia to Europe, So, which worked wonderfully because we got to have a swim and take some time and have a nice meal and a good sleep and hop back on the plane, refreshed for London, although we did still have the jet lag when we got to London. <laughs> we went London... Uh, up to Norway to visit friends, both places, London and Norway, we had friends to visit, which is such a lovely thing to kind of immerse yourself into, you know, the lifestyle and uh, be around friends and being shown the local way in both both those countries was just lovely. And then from there we headed down to um, Amsterdam and spent a couple of days there. Bruges, we had a week in Bruges. 
and then Paris. We met some friends in Paris for a week. It was actually a friend that I backpacked with 21 years ago. <laughs> wow. So it was kind of nice to see her there and spend some time with her and her family, which was really lovely. And uh, now we're in Berlin. So talk a little bit about traveling with a youngster. What have been some of the high points so far? Mm, high points. The high points are that he's actually quite good at traveling. He's been fantastic. He is easy to cajole out of a bad mood with, you know, like a, a tune from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory or, you know, a, a, a chapter of a book on a train when he's bored or um yeah, he's quite easy. He's very curious about different cultures and uh, the differences in all of us and um, what makes a culture so different and the people so different. So that's been a real high point um, with him. Uh, his high point would definitely be Disneyland, which I probably think was my low point. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, he, he's really enjoyed, and especially uh, meeting up with different friends and uh, having different children to interact with has been, a, I suppose, because he's an only child as well. He's just with us all of the time, so it's been great to kind of meet with different people and uh, have that interaction for him. But he's been fantastic. You know, he's low points, I'd say. We're probably at them now because we've been travelling a month and we're a lot more tired than we were to start out with things aren't as fresh, you know, like everyone's not quite as excited or Zia's not quite as excited about heading to museums or galleries. He did declare this week that uh, he's never going to another gallery in his life. So <laughs> we kind of felt like our cultural tour of Europe had been short, but he's coming around again. I'd say you do a lot of planning when it comes to a trip like this and we put a lot of time into it and um, I think letting go of the expectation that you're going to see um, everything that you plan to is one of the best things I can say to anyone is just let go of that expectation. Today we've been to the swimming pool and that was such a highlight for me, which I didn't expect that it would be. You know, mm. It was such a beautiful place uh, in Berlin's such an urban kind of environment and to go there was so refreshing to kind of be it was this gorgeous building set up in the trees and so you just don't know you know you've got to go with what works at the time and some of the biggest surprises I suppose and when you do just let go of all of those expectations. It sounds like you're learning a lot about parenting or I guess I'm wondering what taking a trip like this is teaching you about parenting. Yeah, I suppose the biggest thing is that letting go of expectations and staying in the moment, being present to what's actually working for you as a family unit and um, for the individual. In terms of parenting, mindfulness would have to be the biggest thing for me. It's something that I try and practice at home, but being on a trip, I think it's all heightened. You know, every experience is heightened because you're in a different country and you don't speak the language and, yeah, it's a challenge. You don't have that interaction with your child. You, you, you know, your child doesn't have its normal routine, which I think is such a comfort for children. So being able to just sort of sit with what they need sometimes and not kind of push through to what you'd really love to be out doing or things like that is, is um, been a good lesson. It's sense of humour is another one that's... <laughs> <laughs> probably been high up there on the list of 
things to uh, cultivate and uh, maintain while away with kids. I suppose just being compassionate to hit Z's needs. Some neat reflection in there about it's easy for us to make plans and sort of muscle through and and say to our children, like, you're going to do this. I'm going to kind of, I'm going to make you do this to kind of be more forceful in our parenting. And I, I hear you kind of having made a plan, but now are realizing that powering through are not going to work for anyone. And it's, it's this letting go and listening and slowing down and, and letting his needs be okay. Yeah, exactly. That's that's exactly it. And I think that's the beauty of it too because we stumbled across some great things today that we wouldn't necessarily have done. So it's, it is letting go of those things and just experiencing the slowness and the beauty in wandering the streets. And, I mean, it's so nice because you actually do get to immerse yourself into the actual day-to-day culture of a city when you've got a child because you need to find a little swimming pool that, you know, isn't on the tourist route. And we took two separate trains, one to one swimming pool, which actually was closed today and then had to head out to another one. But in both of those experiences, we found some fantastic places, uh, which, you know, we wouldn't have come across if we hadn't have been taking our time and enjoying what Zia wanted to do. (laughs) It sounds like he's also maybe inviting you to travel in a different way yeah exactly yeah it's just laying up that isn't it I mean chef's out tonight and he's doing a tour of Berlin and uh the the night culture and things like that so that's kind of something that he can do in his own time and you know that works as well so it's it's weighing up how do you do what works and um finding a way of you know putting that jigsaw puzzle together for a family can be quite challenging, but also there's a lot of fun and freedom in it because you get to explore on your own. And, you know, for me going out the other day on my own, it was like I had to conquer a whole, you know, train system that I had no idea about and um, get myself to a destination that, you know, actually made me quite nervous at first. So overall, what are you hoping that that Z gains from this experience? Uh, I suppose... The biggest thing I hope he gains is a sense of adventure and a sense of joy in exploring the world and um, discovering new cultures and the differences, like the fact that we're all so different and um, being able to reconcile that we are different and it's fantastic and it makes for an exciting world. Also gain some independence as well in getting out there and exploring. He's been very self-conscious about not speaking the language. So um, slowly but surely he's kind of learning to conquer that, which is also a lovely thing to watch him come to terms with. Watching him figure out how to communicate in different ways and connect with people who are different than him. Yeah, and and different approaches too. Like yeah, in Germany, in the playground, children are quite direct with him and he he's quite a shy boy and he's found that very kind of confronting so there's been a lot of well some people do um communicate in different ways and and that's not wrong it's just that it's it's completely different approach and yeah watching him kind of take all that in and and um figure out his place in it is 
is interesting. And being able to step back enough to let him figure that out too is also another challenge. So is there a, a spiritual philosophy or a approach to faith that guides the way that you parent or maybe some of the decisions that went into this trip? Well, I'd say yes, there is definitely um, – we, we wanted to create something, a, a great connection for ourselves and our family. Since Dia was about 10 months old, I've been attending at like the Tara Institute, which is a Buddhist centre in Melbourne, and I go there to meditate on a Monday night and listen to teachings. And I found it a really um, valuable place for me just to set my intentions and to gauge where I am and... and um, you know, where I want want to be in this journey. I suppose I do follow those principles in, in living. I try to as much as, as best I can. Some days are good, some days I still need a lot of practice. But, um, yeah, they're, they're probably the guiding principles that I have. You know, mindfulness and being present are big things that I try to bring to, into practice, into play in my life constantly through the day. And just remembering to be where I am because sometimes I can skip ahead or get lost in past thoughts and I think um, that's probably the most valuable lesson is just to be present with what I'm doing. And you hear a lot of that in your discussion of your trip and even looking at the photos on your blog, I noticed how um, just aware of details you are and Mm seems like really reflecting on the environments in which you're in, in in really lovely ways. Yeah, it's a bit like a gratitude project, I suppose, in that I like to be able to at the end of the day or look back and kind of see how much beauty there was in the day um, and, and be grateful for everything that we did experience. So... For me, it's a great. It's it's a little bit like journaling, I suppose, with through my photos. I love that idea that we can look back and and create such beautiful memories and be grateful that we've had all this time together. Because sometimes they do get lost along the way if, if you're not kind of really recording and and saying in the moment, you know, saying we ha- we're we're having you know a great experience. So what's the next big adventure you hope to share with your son? Well, once we get over this one, he'll be at school. And, uh, I mean, I'd love to keep travelling. But uh, next year, maybe I'd really love to go and do a yoga teacher training um, with Tara Styles in New York. (laughs) We'll see about that. We'll see how we go. I'm sure there'll be many adventures from here on out with Z. He he loves travelling. And uh, once we get over this, I'm sure... There's so many more places. I would love to go to Japan, so maybe the next trip will be Japan. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) And so just for, you know, for parents who are listening who have aspirations or dreams of doing a trip like this with their children, what what have you learned or what are your recommendations? Uh, Recommendations. We've booked all of our accommodation through Airbnb. And um, for us, that's worked really well. We've only gone with places that have been highly reviewed. And the decision to stay in apartments was that we needed a kitchen. With a child, I think it's 
my advice is get somewhere with a kitchen um, and somewhere with a little bit of space because there are days when, you know, you will be just at home or, you know, the local park is as far as you kind of make it. So apartment has been great. Um, we've also taken a little bag of toys along with Z uh, wherever we've gone. It's an extra thing to carry, but it's been a really great thing for him to have his own toys. So every time we set up, he's got his own little environment there that is something that he comes home to each day and he knows that his, you know, a few toys will be there and um, it kind of gives him that sense that he's home, which is, I think, really important for children. Plan as much as you can. Talk to other people on blogs and, um, you know, do as much research as you can, but also be ready to... <laughs> let all that go by the wayside as well and be happy enough just to know that they're there. A favourite book has been, you know, a great thing, sharing that with Zia, a chapter at night time or on a train or things like that. Um, yeah, we've been reading Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and uh, it's been a constant kind of companion and something that I'd really recommend if you can share, you know, a big book with a child on a long distance is a, is a nice thing for the whole family to share together. It sounds like playgrounds and like those have been some of his favourite moments. Yeah, playgrounds have been fantastic. In Europe, they really have such wonderful playgrounds and it's not like you have to really even seek them out. I mean, all the back streets have fabulous playgrounds and, um, We've managed to sort of even on days when we have wanted to go to galleries or there's been a shop that we'd need, we wanted to visit, um, you can always manage to find playgrounds in between all of those activities, um, which is, yeah, a fabulous thing here. It's a lovely little culture to kind of just get involved with the community as well and see how the other families interact in the park. Um, yeah, it's something, yeah, I'd really recommend taking your time and exploring some of the parks. It sounds like you need to write a little travel book about playgrounds of yeah. Western Europe. <laughs> Sounds of Europe. <laughs> Heart popping. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit different from the travel, the travel guides I might have written <laughs> days gone by, but <laughs> it's where we're at, where we're at at the moment, so, yeah. Well, anything that you want to add or explain more or talk about more? You know, everything's educational for a kid here, like going to the supermarket and seeing all the different um, products and uh, learning about food in a different way. The different cuisines that come in each country has been a fascinating thing for Zia to learn. I think it's a, a fabulous experience for children and parents and families to take together to uh, just expose children to a learning opportunity that um, is so interactive. I mean, on every front they're interacting, whether it's, you know, buying a tram ticket or learning about the change and the money and how to get from A to B. Uh, it's so much for a little child to process, but, um, yeah, they seem to really take to it so well Zia has really taken to it so I'd highly recommend it if anyone's thinking of doing it I'd say go for it it's a wonderful experience there's lots of adventure in the detail it sounds like yeah, yeah it, ordering a coffee and all sorts you know picking up he's been fabulous at picking up little snippets of our language and um, it's 
wonderful when he comes out with something unprompted. You know, in Norway, he learnt off his own bat to say, um, thank you, whenever someone gave him something. So, and it would just melt people's hearts. <laughs> he got such great service. <laughs> So, um, yeah, those experiences are just fantastic. And he retains it too. It's not like he just has it for the country that you're in. He'll say, oh, in Norway, this is how we say. So he's really taking in those experiences and, um, yeah, learning so much from just being out there and being involved and immersed in different cultures. Well, wonderful. I wish you safe travels and Thank lots you. of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks very much. And I wish you all the best of luck for your big adventure. Thank you. About that, I hope. <laughs> That's the end of my conversation with Melinda. Thanks for listening. If a three-month European vacation sounds like too much for your family, our interview next week may be more applicable. I am talking with Todd Mintern about his family's trip through the national parks of the western United States. And he talks a lot about the importance of engaging with his children in nature and what that is teaching him and how he's hoping that his experiences outdoors with his kids will form them in their identity development. So be sure to check back next week for another podcast. Hope everyone's having a great summer. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of Parenting Reimagined. If you like what you heard, visit our website, parentingreimagined.org, and sign up for our mailing list. You can also like us on Facebook. Thanks for taking the time to be part of this community of parents who's committed to learning the deeper lessons of parenting.